Good morning, everybody. Spoke out in Machlekes whether a czar who's Masada the Shnei Zeratim is going to be Chayv Misa or not. Is that considered the last Avodah and Avodah Tama, or is that considered just a Hachshar for the Sidar Evarim? That was the Machlekes and Machlekes and Machlekes. We saw the Mishnah brought down that the Kain Gadol, when it was t- when it was time to bring the Karmit Tama, they make a big announcement to make sure that it was the morning, and then the Kain Gadol would go down to be Tevel and he would check the Karmit Tama. The Gemara on base brought down exactly what Lashon they would say in the morning. Barkai. Barakai, different Lashayness to know exactly to know when exactly it was the morning. Then we saw that the Gemara was trying to learn out the halacha from Avram. The Gemara asked, How could we learn halacha from Avram? It's Kaidma and Terra. The Gemara answered, Yeah, we do. We see, learn, we learn the Makar for Zriz Makilamitzas from Avram Avinu. Then we saw the Gemara Batan Avram Avinu kept calling to Herakula. And finally, we saw the Gemara on the bottom brought down the exact conversation between the person on the roof and the person on the ground. Today, the Gemara is going to start off with a few interesting paradoxes. Then the Gemara. And the Rav is going to have a few interesting Agathic Gemara's. The Gemara on the bottom of Dabchavtas, taking us all the way to the bottom of Dabchavtas and Reis, is going to discuss which other Avaidas, if a person does in my night, does he possibly avoid us. Let's pick up the bottom of Dabchavtas Haman Reis, says the Helegi Gemara. Umi Mechlav. Is it possible that a person can make a mistake between the moonlight and the sunlight? Meaning the Gemara said that the reason why we have to make this entire announcement to confirm that it's really the morning is because one time a story happened that they got confused and they thought that the moonlight was really the sunlight and they shakhed the carbon tamid too early and they passed the carbon tamid. So asks the Gemara, but is it possible to really confuse the moonlight with the sunlight? Asks the Gemara, is it possible to confuse them? The light, the rays of the moon are completely different than the rays of the sun. The light of the moon, the rays of the moon, they go directly straight out, just like a stick, meaning it goes there, it shines directly in front of it, but it doesn't light up the entire world. Versus However, the rays of the sun, they go all over the place. So that's the how is it possible to confuse the two and for the Gemara, it was a cloudy day. On a cloudy day, even the moonlight could spread to different places, and that's how the Chacham got confused. That's how the Chacham got confused, and that's why we have to be very careful. They would make the special announcement to confirm that it really was the morning. Says the Gemara, Says the Gemara, I'll bring you a raya from the fact that we just said that on a cloudy day, even the moon is more powerful, that on a, on a cloudy day, the sun also is going to be more powerful. And the Gemara is going to explain, what's enough can we know that on a cloudy day, the sun is going to be more powerful, which means that when the sun shines through the cracks on a cloudy day, so the spots that it shines through is extremely powerful. Says the Gemara, what's enough can we know to know that the sun is very powerful on a cloudy day? Says the Gemara, to know that if you want to spread out your, your leather skins in order to dry them out, on a cloudy day, you can spread them out wherever you want, because as long as the sun comes through the cracks, it's going to dry it out. Says the Gemara. A woman shouldn't mix her dough in the sun or not with the reflection of the sun against the water because it's going to become chametz. I think we're saying that on a cloudy day, even in a place where the sun generally doesn't hit, on a cloudy day you have to be more careful because again, when it comes to the cracks, it can hit even places which, which generally doesn't go. And a woman has to be very careful to make sure her dough doesn't become chametz. Says the Gemara Amr Nachman. Here we have a few interesting paradoxes, which the Rishonim Nachman explain the meaning behind these paradoxes. Each one of these paradoxes has an, a practical application to our lives. Amr Nachman Zuah Deshimsha. The heat of the sun. Kashim Shimsha is even worse than the sun itself, says the Gemara. The Simanech and the right, this is Dona de like a barrel of vinegar when you close it up very tight and you, you puncture and you make a small hole. So now, the, now when the smell comes out, it's extremely strong because it's just coming out of the small hole. So says the Gemara, so too, when you have the Zuma de Shimsha on a cloudy day, when you have the heat of the sun on a cloudy day, it's even stronger than a regular day because it only has a few spots to come through, and in those spots, it comes extremely powerful. Says the Gemara, Shavri de Shimsha. 
the rays of the sun on a cloudy day when they go when the rays of the sun peek through the clouds on a cra- on a, peek through the cracks in the clouds on a, on a cloudy day again it's even stronger than the actual rays of the sun because since it's concentrated it's even stronger than the regular sun rays says the Gemara Simanech and the Simon is Dilfa a drop which means that if you turn on a drop of water and you make it drop in the same place for hours and hours, it's going to be worse than if you just turn on the faucet for a little bit and turn it right off. In the old days, this is actually called Chinese torture, where, where they would turn on water and just have it drop on a person's body in the exact same spot for hours and hours on end. It says the Helgit Gemara Vaiter, Herhuri Avera, Kashami Avera, the Herhuri Avera, the thoughts of doing an Avera, which the assumption of Menemi Shainim is that this is talking about Tavis Nashim specifically. So the Herhuri Avera, the thoughts of doing an Avera, or Kashami Avera, are even worse. And the air itself, the simanech, and the simon is recha de bistra, the smell of meat, that a person who can smell meat but can't eat it, it's terrible, it's the worst thing for the person, it could even be dangerous. A person is exposed to a delicious smell of food and he can't smell it. That is very dangerous. And there's a lot of beautiful pshat in the and what exactly is a pshat in a rui avera, It could be specifically by rice that, like the Gemara and Sukkah says, the more a person focuses on the on the avera, the more he's going to desire it. So when it's a rui avera, a person just thinks about the avera constantly, so then it's even worse because he's constantly going to bring upon himself more taiva to do the avera. That's one pshat. Other rishayim, the Ramah is a beautiful pshat in the Ramah understands that the greatest part of a person's body is his mayach is his seichel, the ability to think, the ability to use his seichel to comprehend things. And therefore, if a person uses his seichel, a person uses his mayach, his brain, to think about Averis, that's even worse than using his guff, using his body to, to actually do the Avera. Says the Gemara, says the Gemara, the sun at the end of the summer is even stronger than the sun in the, in the middle of the summer because the Gemara is understanding that at the end of the summer, it's the, summer the sun was already shining for so many days already and therefore it's even hotter than the middle of the summer. It says the Gemara, Shigira, the simon is an oven which is heated up many times. So the assumption is that the oven is going to get even hotter than the first time because it's already hot from the last few times. It says the Gemara, when a person has a cold in the winter time, when a person has a fever in the, in the winter time, it's even worse than having a fever in the summertime. Why is it The simon is a cold oven. That a cold oven it takes a very long time to heat it up. So too, when a person has fever in the winter, he has the chills, he has the shivers. It's much harder to heal. And then in the summer, says the Gemara, Migmar Batik Batik. So for a person to learn something old, Kashmichata, it's harder than learning something new. The Simanech Tina Martina and the simon is that to use old tit, to use old cement, is much harder than using new cement. Which again, the simple understanding is that for a person to learn something new is more exciting, is easier than learning something old. Chazering is much harder than actually learning something new. It's less exciting. Take a look at the Miri. The Miri over here says, The Miri starts off by saying that a person should try to learn when he's successful, when he's younger. For example, there's a concept called Girsid Yankasa. When a person learns when he's younger, it's easier to remember. But then he says that a person shouldn't feel bad if he forgets his learning. He shouldn't feel bad. Person, he says a person shouldn't feel bad that after you forget something, it's so difficult to chazer. A person sometimes gets frustrated. Why is it so hard for me to chazer? Why is it so difficult? Says Miri, don't be upset. Says Miri, like our Gemara is teaching us that even though technically speaking, it sounds like it should be easier to chazer. You already learned. You already learned this Gemara once. So why is it harder? Says Miri, this is how it works. That it's easier for a person to learn something new. It's more exciting than chazering the old things that he learned. Says the Gemara,
My time with the Rebbe, what's Pshat and Rebbe? The Rebbe said that the sunlight goes all over the place. That's Mephatsa, Lakan, Lakan. The sunlight hits all over the place. The Kharnam asked, what do you mean my time with the Rebbe? What's the Pshat and Rebbe? Rebbe doesn't even exert Akasa to tell him. This is a setting which a person's able to see on his own. So Kharnam discussed exactly what the Gemara's Kash is. Either way, he says the Gemara, what's the Pshat and Rebbe? What's the Makar? The Pasuk says, It's referring to the morning, and we dash in It's just like the ram, the horns, go all over the place. They curve and they go all over the place. Someone comes up in the morning, it lights up the entire eastern side. Says the Gemara Mizer Lamanim Mishla Esther Layala. Why is Esther compared in the Pesukim to an Ayala? Says Gemara Lerem Lach Natalia Ma'ayala Rachamitzar V'Chavilo Ba'ala Kol Shavish Shaki Shavishayna. Just like the Ayala, when it's with the Ayala, it has a very narrow room, and therefore it's Chavilo Ba'ala Kol Shavish Shaki Shavishayna. That the excitement that they have to get when they're together, it's as if they were together for the first time. Af Esther. So to one of the Nisim with Esther was, every time she was with Echshverish, as if they were together for the first time. Why is Esther compared to the morning? Just like the morning is the end of the night, so to Esther is the end of all the Nisim, the, it's the end of all the open miracles, which is not the Klai. So asking, where is that? We have the story of the day's Hanukkah, which came after Story of Esther and says the Gemara nitnoli kasas kamerin. I was talking about the, the says Gemara. We when we said that Esther was the last nace, we meant to say the nisim which are allowed to be written down. That Miguel's Esther was the last sefer, which is part of Tanakh, which is mafurish a nace which happened. So therefore, that's why that's why we count the Miguel, not counting Hanukkah. Ask the Gemara. Nitnoli kasas kamerin. Nitnoli kasas kamerin. This is machlekes and mishachas Miguel. Whether Esther is allowed to be written down or not. So it says more than sense according to Mandarma that says Esther is allowed to be written down. So that's why there's a difference between there's a difference between Megillah and Hanukkah. Megillah was allowed to be written down, Hanukkah was not allowed was not written down. But according to Mandarma that holds that you're not right, Megillah's Esther, Megillah's Esther was not part of the canon of the Khaftal Sufr Tanakh. My Eklamim, what are you going to say? Again, there is an interesting discussion, Musachas the Gayim, Musachas Megillah. If you hold that Esther is not part of the canon, does that mean that we have less than Khaftal Sufr Tanakh, or do we have different Sufr Tanakh? But either way, that's because the Gemara, according to the Mandarin, that held that you're not allowed, to, not allowed to write down Esther. So what's the difference between Megillah and Hanukkah? Says the Gemara, and Echnami, that per, that Tanner, that Amar is going to have to darsh in the Pesukim a little bit differently. Mike and he's going to darsh in the Pesukim like this. Why are the Tzadikim? Why are the Tfilos of the Tzadikim compared to the Ayal? If you look at Rashi, Rashi explains because Shachar is also lashon of Tfilos. The Pesuk is Ayal Shachar. The Gemara saying why are the Tfilos of Tzadikim comparable to an Ayal? So explain to the Gemara. Just like this ayel, as it gets older, its horns get bigger. The more they daven, their answers, their tefillahs are answered. If you take a look, the Meir over here explains that it says the Meir, a person should always be careful that he should daven, he should be marachin his tefillah. If a person sees that his tefillahs are not answered, he shouldn't give up hope. Says the Meiri because if he continues to daven for a longer period of time, eventually his tefillahs will be answered. And he says, based on our Gemara, that if it's, a tzaddik doesn't give up when he davens and he sees Hashem isn't answering, a tzaddik continues to daven until Hashem answers him. Says the Gemara, Vaiter, Vishachta Satamid, the Mishnah said that they would check the carbon tamid and they had to be very careful not to shechta at night. Now says the Gemara, Amos, when is this talking about? That the Mishnah said that they would, that they would make this big announcement, is it the morning? Then the current, then they would go, the current God would go down, go to the mikvah, and he would check the carbon tamid. So ask the Gemara, Amos, when, what, what day are we referring to? Either Mishari, Mishashana, if we're talking about the rest of the year, that this was the process they did every single day, they don't announce that it's the morning. Ask the Gemara, why does the Kain God have to shechta the carbon tamid during the rest of the year? The Allah was that anybody, any Kain could shechta the carbon tamid. So why does Mishnah specifically say Kain God? It must have been that the mission talking about Yom Kippur, but asking where is the light of the moon 
around by Yom Kippur, meaning the light of the moon comes towards the second half of the month. Yom Kippur is towards the beginning of the month. So it can't be that if Amish is talking about on Yom Kippur, so it's not Shach to make a mistake. And the mission wrote down that there was a story that they made a mistake if that, because they thought it was the sunlight was really the moonlight. So asked more, what day of the year was it? If it was, if it was the rest of the year, so why is the mission has, has to be Dafka Kain Gadol? And if it's the Kain Gadol, but how is the Shach to make a mistake on Yom Kippur? So rather says the Gemara, Hachikamar. This is what the Gemara was saying, that really the, the first story happened when the mistake happened, then happened during the rest of the year. But then what the mission was saying was like this: and on Yom Kippur, they tell the Kaingal to go down to Beis So yeah, there were two parts of the mission. One part of the mission was talking about during the rest of the year, and the next part, which we're talking about the Kaingal, was referring to Yom Kippur. Says our mission said that you have to come to too early. The law is that the carbon time is possible, and you have to bring a new carbon time. Says the not just the shchit of the carbon time is possible if you do it at night, but also. Alika sa'if, which is the shchit of which is done with your finger. Now, if you do that at night, or kmitz the mincha, if you do the kmitz of the mincha, you take the mincha out with the kmitz. The halacha is that it's possible and you have to burn it. Now, ask the more bishlema, ilat sa'if bishlema. The oilat sa'ayif bishlema. If you do, if you shecht the the oilat the bird at night, my dahav ahavi says nothing to do about it. You shecht it at the wrong time, and therefore it's going to be possible. You have to get a new carbon. Elam kaimitz asks the gemara, but why by the kmitza? Why can't? Why is it possible? Nahadre nahadre when it comes to be mama asks the gemara, you took it out already. Okay, so now why don't you just put it back into the klisharis and you'll take it out again in the morning, and then it'll be kosher. So ask the gemara, I understand why once you shecht the bird at night, it's possible, and now you have to get a new carbon. But if you take out the kmitza, why can't you just put the Commits back in. You take it out in the morning again at the right time. And it's the more who turn the gomer the klisharis mekachin afilish shabbos man. He answered the dalachas that the klisharis mekachin even shabbos man. Therefore, once you take the commits out and you put it into the klisharis, the dalach is announced mekudish, and therefore you can't return it. You can't return the commits and mix it back in with the other with the other flower because the other flower is not mekudish already. And therefore, once you take it out at night, you passled it, and now you can't put it back in. Basically, asked the marzak la kol Anything which is brought during the day, if you put it into a kli, it's mekadesh. It's the kli's mekadesh. Anything which is which is brought at night, like minchas sasachim, the halacha is bein b'yam bein b'layla. That the halacha is that kadesh bein b'yam b'layla. The halacha is this mekudesh side during the day and side during the night. The gemara makes it like this: kani mi. Let's call a kar b'yam kadesh b'yam b'yam b'layla. It sounds like it's something which is brought only during the day. The halacha is that if you put it the kli shar, it's only mekadesh b'yam. But if you put it the kli shar at night, since you can't bring it at night, so the kli shar is not mekadesh. It's for back to arkasha. The minchah can only brought during the day. So why when you put it in the Klisharis at night. Why is it possible? Why shouldn't you be allowed to just return it back to where you got the kmitzah from and take it out again in the morning? Answers the Gemara. Don't want any the car. I'll kaddish the pasla. Answers the Gemara. Maybe when the brayzer said that it's not mekaddish that means it's not mekaddish that you're allowed to bring it. But it's still mekaddish in the sense that you pasled it, and therefore you can't mix it back in with the other kmitzah. Says the Gemara. Vayter Moshe Reb Zera asks Reb Zera. On this halacha that we just said. That if you put the if you put the mincha. Into the klisharis and I, it's apostles that asks from there, must from there. Sidras alechem sabzichenach or Shabbos. Let's say the kain instead of putting on the lechem upon him on Shabbos, he put it on Sunday. So sidras alechem sabzichenach or Shabbos. So let's say he put the lechem upon him onto the shochan on Sunday instead of doing it on Shabbos. Victor sabzichem on Shabbos, but he brought the sabzichem on Shabbos. He brought the sabzichem on Shabbos. So Allah is that he passes the lechem upon him. So it says more kate to the ass. So what should he do? Yeah, nechem on Shabbos. But Allah is that you leave the lechem upon him. So you put it on Sunday. Leave it on until the next Shabbos, and then shafil am dal shochan yom rami imakachlom. Allah is leave it on until the next Shabbos. So we view it as if you just put it on. That Shabbos, and now you leave it on for another week. Because generally, what you do is you put the lachma upon him for one Shabbos, and you do it the next Shabbos. So over here, if you put it on Sunday, you have to wait till the, the following Shabbos, and then we look at it as if you put it on during that Shabbos, wait a week, and then you're allowed to eat it the next week. You're technically allowed to eat, you're allowed to leave the lachma upon him on the shulchan for many weeks. So therefore, it's not a problem that it's going to be on the shulchan for 
almost a week, almost two weeks. Now, ask the Gemara, asks the Gemara, why is it true that you're allowed to just leave it on the Shulchan until the following Shabbos? And then we look at it as if you put on that Shabbos, and that's Makadash. It asks the Gemara, why don't we say that once you put on Sunday, it's Makadash, and now it's possible, so now we should, we, we, you should have to take it off and put on new Lachma upon him. Why do we say you're allowed to leave it till Shabbos? The Chayr, once you put on during the wrong time, we should say that a pass is Lachma upon him. And says the Gemara, of Shabbos, Says Rabbi, you're right, it's Taka, good Kasha. However, However, the father of Rabbi, he had a Brisa which supported him. So he's got, how he's going to interpret this Allah. So the Gemara, he held, that nighttime is not considered Mechusser's man. And therefore, if you put the Kmitza in, in Klisharis at night, the Allah is that you possibly, you possibly Kmitza, because technically speaking, the halacha is that once nighttime comes, really it's ready the following day in halacha, really it's one day. So technically speaking, you should be allowed to bring it. It's not considered mechusar zman. There is halacha that it's only kosher during the day, not at night, but it's not considered mechusar zman. It's not considered the completely wrong, inappropriate time. And therefore, the klishar is kumkadish. Versus over here, versus you put the lachma upon him on Sunday, it's considered totally the wrong time. If you put it on Sunday, it's supposed to be brought on Shabbos, it's not considered the zman of the carbon, and therefore, it's not going to pasle it. Says the Gemara, asks the Gemara, Okay, so you're right that when you put the Lachman upon him on Sunday, it didn't pass it because it's totally the wrong day, therefore it doesn't pass it. But now we said leave it till the following Shabbos. But once Friday night comes, the Lachman upon him is still there. So when Friday night comes, it's not considered because it's not possible to upon him. So by the next day, by the Shabbos, by Shabbos it's considered possible. And says the Gemara, I'm Ravina, two terutsum. I'm Ravina, Ravina, answer Shekhazim itself. You leave it from Sunday to Friday, then you take it off Friday night, you put it back Shabbos, that this is we said it's kosher, it's only if you take it off Friday night. But if you leave it on Friday night, no, really, we're talking about you did not take it off on Friday. You're allowed to leave it on on Friday night. Once you put it on on Sunday, which is totally the wrong day, we look at it. Okay, if we look at it as if a monkey put it on. And therefore, we look at it as if a, if a monkey puts it on Friday night, it's not, it doesn't postulate it because we, the only time we postulate it, if you put the cliche is if a person puts it on, a person does the Avaida at the wrong time, that's going to postulate. If a monkey puts it on, it doesn't postulate. So therefore, it says, since you put on Sunday, which is, a completely, which is completely the wrong day, it's not going to postulate, even when it comes Friday, which technically is this man, it's not going to postulate. Quick Chazar, we saw today the Gemara on the Manalf wrote down a few interesting paradoxes. The person, the person should recognize that it's harder for him to Chazar than to learn your things. The Gemara wrote down that the Talmud Chacham should always be marvin as Tzvila, and the Mirror explained because eventually your Tzvilas will be answered. Then the Gemara went through explaining how to how to interpret our mission. That the first part of the mission, the story was referring to on the regular day. And then when the mission said the Kengalda goes down to, to the Shkitas Karmatam, that was referring to Anim Kippur. And then we saw the Gemara on the base went through explaining. That not just if a person shots a car at night, it's going to be possible. Also, Malika Sa'if and Kamitsa, done at night, it's going to be possible. The Gemara asked Kamitsa, the Chayar, why don't you just put it back in and take it out? The Gemara explained that once you put it in, it passes. Once it goes into the Klishars, it's possible. The Gemara is Machak between that and putting it in the Lachman Panam on Sunday. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.